Okay, Colin, here's the pitch. Okay, I'm listening. We're going to take six uh, second-rate and possibly even third-rate, fourth-rate DC villains. Okay. And then set them to music. That's it. Greg, I have some notes. I have some notes. This is the podcast where we take uh, popular, sometimes not very popular, and, uh, movies. Definitely that, not in this case. De- <laughs> movies that um, were kind of good, also definitely not in this case, and try to fix them. Uh, coming to you from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, my name is Colin McIntyre. I'm Greg Beaver. Uh, around the panel uh, today, we've got uh, returning, uh, our returning champion Aaron Beaver. And also, uh, new to the show, Ari Riot from Hellbound Rye. Hello. Ari, welcome. Both of you, welcome to the Thank show. Thank you. Uh, today, that's a sound you're going to hear from me more than once today. Uh, we're going to be talking about, and Lord help us, try to do our best to fix the 2016 superhero, it was a hit, I kid you not, uh, Suicide Squad. It made a surprising amount of money. It made a it made a crap ton of money. Like this this was um, this is the third film in the the the, the DC Comics cinematic universe. Uh, it cost only 175 million, only 175 million dollars to make. Can you believe that? Uh, but made over 745 million dollars at the box office. Uh, directed by David Ayer, who also did uh, some really some really good movies: Training Day, Sabotage, and Fury. Uh, it stars Will Smith. Uh, Viola Davis, Margot Robbie, Jared Leto, Joel Kinnaman, Jay Hernandez, Adele Ikenoyu Abagaje. I'm going to have to record that again, but I'll do that again. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, Carla Develine. I think that's her last name. Is that the intent? Enchant- that's Enchantress. Yeah. Uh, basically, the, the premise of the movie is, as Greg described off the top of the show, uh, a, <laughs> a bunch of D-list DC characters are put together by uh, um, uh, by a top-secret government official to kind of save the world from threats because, spoilers, Superman is dead. So they put together all these uh, bad guys who all basically just carry guns yeah, to fight superheroes, I guess. They right. don't really have any powers, but they kind of like shoehorn in there at the beginning that they've all survived toe-to-toe battles with superhumans. Oh, did they? I already forgot. I did not. (laughs) I did not pick up on that at all. I had to cling to that because I was like, why? Why these people, random humans with guns? (laughs) Thank God you're here. (laughs) That's a good point, though, that Superman is is dead in this movie. Spoilers. I actually... (laughs) Should I say that every time? (laughs) I think think everybody knows. (laughs) Like, I actually kind of... I actually kind of forgot that this movie takes place after Batman v Superman. So when they, when they, at first when they were showing like the the coffin, I was like, "Who's that? Who died?" <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that that movie is an entire like that one left my mind as well. The uh, Batman versus Superman, but like, like if he's if Superman's dead, what are they worried about? Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, everything was kind of fine before he showed up. Yeah, and like the Kryptonians were there, but then now they're gone. Yeah, uh, Zod and stuff. He's now he's been turned to goo. 
Everything the, well, no, he got turned into Doomsday. Oh, Doomsday, the Doomsday and, monster. And then, then he got turned into goo. Then he got stabbed by Kryptonite? I can't remember what I happened think, in that movie. Yeah. So many spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't anyway. planning on watching it. It's all okay. Uh, so, like, rounding out the cast, you've got Will Smith, who plays Deadshot. Not to be confused, uh, so it was a sort of like a, a mercenary for Hyle with cool guns and has a... A mask with like one eye on it. Not to be confused with another DC mercenary who's got cool guns and has a mask with an eye. Deathstroke. This is a different guy. This is, this is dead shot. Keep that straight, everyone. Part that sound you hear is me banging my head against the wall. It's like uh, one in film is one is on TV right now. I think. I think so. Yeah. They're but they're both. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so we've got so he so he's dead. Uh, he's dead shot. Hang on, Colin. If you're gonna if you're gonna ring these off one by one, then I need to. Uh, oh yeah, you're gonna get to play. Need some music. Play the Queen. The, uh, <laughs> the let's get get some Queen going on here. <laughs> what? Oh goodness. What? Um, Let me make the movie a little bit. <laughs> Obviously, like I think I think from a pop from from a pop culture as far as the first person we're seeing on screen the first time, uh, Margot Robbie plays uh, Harley Quinn, which uh, the very much the queen of cosplay and also like actually. She's not like the best-selling comic book right now. Is Harley Quinn? She's up uh, there. It's a good run too. Yeah. Like Harley Quinn is great right now. Yeah. So uh, you've got Jared Leto's uh, turn as the Joker, who is kind of we'll talk about him. In a bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, so much about him. But anyway, like so I, 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 I'm just forgetting about the cast. But yeah, this this movie made a lot of money. Uh, it, there's lots of stories going around about like about different reshoots and stuff like that. So let's before I start talking about what we'd keep and kind of cut from this movie. Well, let's just kind of get some initial thoughts of the movie. Eric Wright. There were so many points in this movie where I just kind of looked at the screen and went, what just happened? <laughs> what did that have to do with what happened before? It was kind of like it was directed like a music video, but not in a good way like Moulin Rouge, in a bad way like any like so really super emo video you would see yeah. right now. Yeah, I, I found myself doing the same doing the same thing, but instead of asking what uh, my question is, what was the point of that? Every that time something too. happened, was what was the point? What was the point of the the literally the faceless monsters coming out to attack the good guys with like just little blobby heads? Black. Their black entire heads. purpose was for some like cool slow mo fighting shots and like a good musical cue. Yeah, like, that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really, it really felt. Like the sort of like the most forced henchmen that I've ever seen in a movie. Like it's just all of a sudden just like, well, we need something for them to fight. Like, so they can't, they can't just walk across this. City. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need. Yeah, it was just like we need some conflict somehow. Like literally faceless villains. And, <laughs> and then the revelation that oh my god, they're people. Like, like oh, yeah. were they? Oh, is that like yeah. a? I forgot well, yeah. that too already. Yeah, she was turning them into. The yeah, like they they figured it out in the first Can we, place. Can we put air quotes around revelation? <laughs> <laughs> revelation, uh, definitely. Um, though there was the moment where uh, Deadshot was like, "Man, that monster is wearing a like three thousand dollar watch." And then he's like, "Well, these people," and it's like this big moment. And then it goes to Enchantress calling one of the dudes up to her, and she like 
sucks out his soul and turns him into like a withered thing and he's another one of the monsters right yeah i do remember that scene i don't remember them being concerned about it though i mean i don't know i, I watched this movie like a week and a half ago and I, I gotta be honest most of it has left my brain yeah i'm kind of in the, i'm kind of in the same i'm like have i seen this movie now i'm kind of like i've never seen bits of it but i'm kind of upset about how much of it i remember because that's brain space that could be used on yeah. something else this is true that's valuable space well you'd be pretty valuable for the next hour at least yeah. reminding us what the yeah. fuck happened by the way there was a bunch of helicopter crashes in the movie no that part i remember unfortunately yeah aaron beaver what do you what did you think oh it was frustrating <laughs> it was so frustrating yeah like, yeah i just like people would get introduced apropos of nothing like they they had the big like team up of a couple of people and then all of a sudden people were joining the group afterwards. oh yeah yeah like they, how adam yeah. beach just showed up and then he died in 30 oh, yeah. seconds which character was he was like what was he he was um, slipknot, slipknot or, yeah. or something he, like he was I, like what was his power he could climb ropes who even knows because he, he was only there nuts? for 30 seconds well, he, and he died but you knew that he was only going to be there for 30 seconds too because he didn't get a flashy title card in his yeah, own song and he okay. didn't have the his flashback to his history mm-hmm. it was but why why did you hire like he's a good actor why did you bother why did you bother with this it could have just been generic army guy exactly like, but it's because they wanted somebody that they could kill off right away to make it seem like oh the stakes are big anybody could die at any time except for they killed the person that we cared about the least which making us care the least about a person is actually quite a good deal of work in this movie (laughs) because i didn't really care about anybody i didn't like any like can i can i tell you guys something i cared about about batman (laughs) i was pretty happy when he was there and sad we left so so when uh when when after i finished Watching the movie, I went and listened to some of the review podcasts of uh, Suicide Squad, and people kept referring to Slipknot, and I literally thought Slipknot the band is in this movie, and I was like, where were they? That would be so much better, and excellent merchandising. I had no idea there was a character named Slipknot. I think they only said his name once. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, hey, this guy's Slipknot. And they're like, bam. Oh, Slipknot's dead. Yeah. And they barely even showed him when he died. Like, no, he was just, it was yeah. just like a kind of flash. No, and, and you know, the movie sort of, it sets you up not to give a crap about him because he's the only guy that doesn't get like a full-on cool mm-hmm. intro yeah. and all that. He's just yeah, like... Yeah, didn't, did Katana get an intro? I guess she yeah, kind of like she a flash. She got like a little... She gets a little flash. Yeah. She just kind of like hops on the plane. She's like, oh, by the way, that's Katana. She's got a sword who... Like, oh yeah! yeah. Oh, that traps the soul of everyone. Some of the most cringeworthy yes. dialogue I've ever heard, oh. ever heard. Yeah. This whole movie was the most cringeworthy <laughs> dialogue. Everything was so forced. Yeah. Greg, uh, my overall thoughts. Overall, overall. My overall thought <laughs> is I hated it. <laughs> <coughs> I'm done. <laughs> well, that was concise and to the point. My, 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 my yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I, I kind of wish for balance. I, I I mentioned before we start recording that maybe I need to be kind of like the like the advocate and just kind of like well you know it was good like I, I did hear some comments I actually got some comments on Instagram it's like you know it's good for what it was trying to be it wasn't trying to be anything great but it was entertaining and it was like and I, I what the fuck movie I, doesn't I, like, <laughs> try to be great I fucking I, hate that shit when they. <laughs> 
people try and like excuse like really bad movies like well it's it's trying to be a kids movie or it's trying to peel this or this. no it's just like they just someone just wrote a bad movie yeah I and I and I would yeah this to this to me I was I, I would I would echo everything around the table where it felt it felt like parts of this wasn't even a movie it felt like ye old Power Rangers TV show. But instead of being a 19-minute episode, it was well over two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And less and, entertaining. And less entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And much, yeah, I just, I just couldn't. Just, it didn't have the, the charm. More, of the more it went the on, the more it went on, the less I cared about people and the angrier I got to the point where I was just like, no, stop it. <laughs> just stop this. So Yeah, it's, overall, this this movie is probably I, not really the greatest <laughs> candidate for this particular podcast. No, <laughs> actually, after, you know, we, I had actually... Uh, this uh, I'm gonna apologize to all our listeners. This is partly my fault because I think I was kind of pushing Greg on this one. Like we should do Suicide Squad. This is a big movie, present very good. Had I known it was gonna be this bad, I would have said like, no, I don't think we can do this because I'm I'm not sure. Like we're gonna do our best to try to to save, to fix this movie, but like hindsight being what it, what what it is, I think like no, this was. This uh, this is almost like too too bad for us to fix. Yeah, we're gonna do our best. It's all it's, it's almost feels like it's like a page one rewrite. Worst comes to worst. <laughs> Maybe we can get it from a terrible movie to just a kind of bad movie. Yeah. A, to- that a would tolerable be movie. Would be tolerable. Tolerable. Yeah. Worst comes to worst. Turn it into a musical. Uh, okay, well let's, well let's well let's well, maybe we'll, let's start with the positives then. Let's think about what we like. Everyone. This will be quick. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> tiny little note. So what do we? So what do we want to keep then in this movie? What are we going to keep? Just uh, spit them out. Well, I kind of <laughs> maybe I'm, probably everyone's going to hate me for this, but I kind of wanted to keep Ike Barinholtz, who's Griggs. In the movie, does anybody know who Griggs? that is? Yes. Yeah. 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 Is, is he the prison guard? He's yeah. the prison guard. Okay. He's pointless. He doesn't belong in the movie, but I like him. He's funny, so I would keep him. <laughs> okay. Um, the second thing. I'd probably keep his, uh, you know, Rick Flag and June Moon's relationship because it's really actually the central thrust. It's of the, the movie. one thing that gives us any emotional stake in what happens That's to the right. chapters. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, like it, it, a movie centered around that th- those two would actually work. Mm-hmm. And the way that it's written, the way that it's the way that it's written is like is like those two are actually the cent- the, the main characters, and the rest are all ancillary characters, right? Uh, and I keep Diablo too because he's actually one of the only characters that kind of works. He has like an arc. He does. You know, that's which, true. <laughs> so at least there's that. They did write one character that managed to have, you know, even though it's a shitty arc, kind of when you think about it, because he's it's another one of these cases. Remember in uh, uh, A Team where uh, Mr. T learns to kill again. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is sort of the same thing where he's where where he'd given Diablo, up his life of violence. Yeah, he gave up violence, and, like, and then yeah, they have to I'm convince gonna... him to murder people, and then like that's like good, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he, got, he has an arc. Well, you, I you guess you got to fight. And he's like, no, nah, I'm gonna die in peace. I'm good. Like, no, if you want to like avenge your own murder of your family, you have to kill more people. Yeah, that was kind of how that played scumbags. out. Scumbags. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how that works. Like, yeah. d- murder cancels out murder. <laughs> Well, just gonna make a note of that. <laughs> Remember, kids. If you want if you, if you, if yeah, you commit if you want a to murder, yourself for all those murders you committed, all you have to do is murder more. Yeah. Murder, the more you know. Murder, murder others. Okay, no, uh, I would, I would, I would say, I would say, yeah, I, I, I'd actually forgotten about Diablo a little bit because actually I remember when he was singing his little like tube. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna die in peace. I actually kind of felt like. 
hmm, that's a noble, it's a noble statement. Yeah. I respect yeah. that. And then he just, yeah, gets all murdery. So it's like, ah, jeez. <laughs> ah, gosh, not again. I he never really people got he doesn't. He never really relishes in, you know, he doesn't become like a, a murderer again. Like he never really relishes in, in yeah. what he's doing or whatever. But it's still like kind of a bad... A bad arc. Yeah, well, and it's also kind of a good thing he was there because no one else was going to stop Enchantress. Like everyone That's else, right. like, well, no, pea shooter is my baseball bat isn't going to stop a seven thousand year old super witch. Yeah. <laughs> so at least Diablo with his fire is. Can we call him tattooed human torch? Is that? Uh, I guess so. Can he fly? I never. I don't heard. think so. Oh, okay. But like tattooed, super stereotypical gangster. Oh yeah, yeah. human torch. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more like. Who's the Marvel version? Uh, who's the mutant with the firepowers? Uh, that's not Human Torch. Oh, there's that 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 jerk guy from X Men too. That's right, Pyro. That's Pyro. Right. Oh yeah. yes. So they're probably a little bit closer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Pyro can fly, but I don't know comics. So. I don't think Pyro can fly. He's just he can control fire, and he's an Australian jerk. <laughs> he's ever he's he's generally a bad guy. Oh, okay. Part two of this podcast will be a dissertation on which 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 pe- fire powered uh, uh, characters in comics can fly and which ones can't. Sure, <laughs> and, 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 and which is right or which is wrong. We'll do some research on break. Uh, <laughs> Diablo NSA. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Aaron or Ari, what would you what would you keep in this movie? Uh, there are a couple things I keep. Will Smith. I mean, Me I too. feel like in, in terms of like. Some of that terrible, terrible dialogue he was given, and some of it was really bad. He still, like, played the hell out of it. He put his heart into it, and, like, I feel like they might have, like, hammered the thing with his daughter a little too hard. It's like, his only motivation is his kid, but it wasn't even enough to make me numb over it, like, with other things in the movie, because... You see Will Smith, and he still plays it so well that you're like, "Oh, his heart's breaking. I can feel that." Uh, so definitely, um, I uh, Margot Robbie, I think, did a really good job with Harley Quinn as it was because, man, did they just write Harley Quinn as generic crazy sex kitten? Yeah. Like that was the entire role, but she still managed to actually put some real Harley flavor into it. Which makes me think that she probably read a lot of comic books or watched a lot of like uh, Batman animated series leading up to it. Yeah, it's it's interesting when you watch uh, when you watch some of these movies. I think any movies, but you can you get you can you you see which ones have that star power, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I would agree that Will Smith had it, and I think Margot Robbie had it too. Where just like they just kind of shoot out at you. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they, it's like it's almost like they're in three D versus other people. <coughs> Jai Courtney. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like, like yeah, I, I would I would agree with both of those that you know, despite it's almost it's almost a credit to like their their kind of like either their their talent or their ability, their hard work, whatever that they'll you know that that you know this Deadshot is was is pretty ah I'm, with apologies to your Deadshot fans, he's kind of lame in my opinion. His costume is lame, everything about him is kind of lame. <laughs> And he's uh, pretty one note. And he's yeah, pretty one note. He's just like, I just want to shoot Batman. Why can't I just shoot Batman? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think he did. They both did kind of really well. I would even, I would even throw Via, Viola Davis into that mix. I thought she did. Like she certainly came across as being like, I'm just like snarly and I don't really care. I think maybe too, maybe too far when she started shooting people in her own office, which was kind <laughs> yeah. of like, 
Again, that was one of my... What was the point of that? Well, and also, teams. if those people didn't have clearance, what were they doing in that office yes. in the first place? Exactly. They were clearly always going to die, I guess. Like, <laughs> they were she never just, she just knew she was going to need to relieve some stress at the end of the meeting. So she's like, meet puppets, come here, sit yeah. down. Yeah, if they had to go to the bathroom, did she just kill them? Or like... Yeah, maybe there was someone waiting outside the door to kill them really quietly so no one knew. But I mean, she's imposing in any role. Like, that is someone who walks onto the screen and is everything in the scene. I think it would be hard for her to. Uh, to play a role poorly. And I guess uh, doing some reading, she did a lot of reading of uh, literary works written by psychopaths. Oh, really? Oh, really? In order to study for this. I'm like, well, whatever you did, it worked. Yeah. Wow. She was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. She was scarier than any of the bad guys. Like, I, think so. I, I would have been more afraid of her. Maybe. I feel like she was kind of the central villain. Well, like, yeah. Well, I don't like Maybe not, I guess. Well, no, like, but kind of, especially when the bad guys have this moment of like, the good guys are badder than the bad guys. Which, again, was kind of revealed in a hokey way. Like, their reaction to it was very like, oh, the good guys are badder than the bad guys. That happens in everything these days. See, this goes to, like, one of the central things that this movie movie just doesn't understand. Is like, you need, like, you have to have some sort of contrast in order for that reveal to pay off. Like, right from the get-go, Viola Davis is kind of a piece of shit, Mm -hmm. right? And at no point, at no point, do we really kind of get a sense that she's doing whatever she's doing for the greater good. Like she always, it's intimated that she's she's up to something. She's got something else going on or whatever. Well, and every so when time, they, what, like you say, when there's like a reveal that oh, the the good, even the good guys are bad guys. There's no contrast because we're like, yeah, we know. We <laughs> We've already that. seen her beat up Enchantress's heart in the box like yeah. three times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she stabs it like every time she Every time she's mad, like, yeah. <laughs> this is her stress room. Yeah, yeah, it's her version of a stress ball. It's just Enchantress's heart. Yeah. No, I yeah I'd, I'd agree with that, uh, but <laughs> our, our keep list is kind of tiny. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I, my my keep list is yeah, it's basically just you know Smith, Robbie, Villa, Davis. I'll I'll, I'll keep Griggs and I guess Diablo. I suppose I got nothing against them. <laughs> yeah, but I mean yeah, other than the we're really just no we don't really mention anything anything else. Let's go right to the cuts. Oh, oh goody. How, how much? How long? How much time do we have? Well, we'll, we'll give each each person at least a couple, couple minutes. All right. Uh, well, first, that opening sequence has to go. Which one? The opening sequence that ha- is that reveals Deadshot and Harley Quinn. Oh, and all their with their gnarly yeah, powers because, and their abilities. Because then they get reintroduced again. Yeah. Right. So like it's it's redundant. So it needs to go either that or it's or. You know, they don't, the, the next reveal of them needs to be toned down or yeah. whatever. Like, they, if they've been introduced right off the bat, then you don't need to give them the, that whole title sequence and all that kind of stuff or whatever. I mean, that title sequence can work for the rest of the heroes if you're just trying to, like, put together the team, right? And, like, and then we're going to get this guy, and then we're going to get this guy, and tighten that all up so it's much shorter. Yeah. And then that sort of thing works, but, like... You know, you don't need to re- reintroduce your heroes twice. Actually, I think Deadshot gets three introductions because if he gets he gets the first one at the at the top of the the yep. movie, right? Mm-hmm. Then he gets his title card thing, and then they reveal him again uh, when he go when he goes to the shooting range. Mm-hmm. So that is again getting to know 
uh, dead shot and what his powers are and what he can do. Yeah, spaghetti. Yeah. You can shoot some guns. Yeah, and they spend so much time convincing him to join them, but then everybody else, like, we don't know yeah. what their motivations were for changing their mind in the end. They just decided, oh, yeah, heck, let's do this sure, thing. The other thing, too, is, like, the, like the, you're, you're starting the movie focusing on the wrong people. Because the central thrust of the movie is Enchantress and Captain Flag, right? Mm. So you, the movie should basically start with uh, that flashback where Enchantress is in the cave finding the idol, the Enchantress idol. Yeah. Yep, right? Let's see, what else would I cut? Probably Joker. Probably oh, please. That's what I said, too. Yeah. Every All moment day. of Joker. <laughs> now, this, Every, now, oh. now for, for, for the fanzos out there, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say, like, I think it's, it, it's good that we have different interpretations of the Joker. That's fine. I say if he's going to be in this movie, then he's got to, then he's either, then he either has to be the bad guy and you make him bigger or you get rid of him, rid of him altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you or you do or, or you do like one little cameo. He's kind of in there, just this kind of like annoying amount. He he's in there. He's in there. Too too much to be annoying, but not enough to be useful. Yeah. He just kind of keeps popping up, and it's like, what is the point of you? And, and I think he, I think him being there detracts from Harley as well. I think it does oh, actually. Yeah. Like I feel like every single like the Joker is supposed to be like the reason that they give for him being there is because he's in all these Harley flashbacks about her evolution in, from like psychiatrist to supervillain. But every single Harley flashback scene is focused around the Joker and not around her. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. in her own story, she's not the central character. Yeah. At any point. And this speaks to sort of the central thing I think that DC and Warner Brothers gets wrong with these superhero movies is that they're very fixated on uh, world building, mm-hmm. right? And they want they want a Joker in there because they want to like flesh out this world really quickly and and be able to catch up to Marvel, right? When when you when you have that type of focus. In your movie, it really it really detracts from obviously the plot because we're con- con- you know constantly getting diverted, right? And that happened in Batman vs Superman as well, whereas where we have that weird trailer for the Justice League in the middle of the movie and yeah. stuff like that is entirely pointless. So that's to me was the most frustrating thing about the movie is like is like have have some focus like the you know you don't need to you don't need to spend the entire movie world building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, with their use of the Joker, he's such a character. Like, everybody knows who the Joker is. Nobody sees a picture of the Joker and doesn't know that's the Joker. They didn't need to shoehorn him in that much for it to have had an impact when he was communicating with Harley and when he showed up to rescue her. Because everybody would have been like, oh, it's the Joker. Yeah. Like, but they yeah. spent so much time kind of building him. Yeah. Well, why, yeah. Have it, why even bother with it? with the D-list team, like, you get when the Avengers do, like, so they bring in, like, characters like Hawkeye. Why the, Why should we give a shit about Hawkeye? He's just a guy with a bow and arrow. Well, they make you care about him. Like, they yeah. show, they give him enough time that they prove, like, why you should care about this guy. But when you're just throwing the Joker, why do you care about, they don't give enough time for the rest of the team other than Harley and Deadshot that why do we care about these guys? We don't yeah. at all. <laughs> and Hawkeye is an example. It's like that's that's a character that they brought along slowly. Like he's introduced 
in Thor, and then he comes back in Avengers, and he's got a pretty minimal role in there. And he, with each successive Avengers movie, and each I guess other movie he appears in, he's you know he's they sort of evolve his character a little bit, and he gets more interesting, right? So they you know Marvel was patient with that character, and it kind of pays off, right? And I don't think that I think that's one thing that DC is lacking in their entire cinematic universe plan is patience. Yeah. They're oh, yeah. like, oh, we want clearly, this to yeah. happen. We want this to happen. And there's there's no level of subtlety to any of it. I, I'm not even. I'm not sure what the thinking is like. I'm not sure what, why the studio feels like it needs to play catch up, right? Because you could. I mean, you, there's lots of characters in the DC universe, right? And there's, the, you know, you don't have to introduce. You didn't have to have Batman show up right away. You didn't. He didn't need to be in the second Superman movie. It could have very easily just been, you know, the second tight Superman story. Introduce more characters and, and slowly bring that world together. Because you're not catching up tomorrow. They've already they've already built an empire. Mm-hmm. Just slowly build your own the, empire. The, the only theory I would have to that, and this is just me being the like for, for peeking over from the grassy knoll, is that some, some the, the somewhere someone they had the meeting that says, okay, this is this is how long we figure this superhero thing is going to last. Sure. Yeah. So we need to get in as much as we can, make as much money as we possibly can until the until the audience just says, you know what. Uh, we just want to go back and watch Westerns again. Yeah. Or something like that. Although, I think that DC needs to realize they have Batman and Superman. They have two characters that even when comic books are out of vogue again, people are still going to care about oh, yeah, Superman because yeah, yeah. sure. he's Superman. Sure. Yeah. 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 These well, are characters people have cared about yeah. since mm-hmm. 1942 or we've, whatever. Uh, we've kind of gotten off track a little bit, so let's let's circle back <laughs> to, to, to to what else to do. So we, we're, we're cutting the Joker. Um, what else what else are we, we going to cut here? Like um, half the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> half the soundtrack. Half the soundtrack. Uh, that was such a frustrating thing for me about this movie is the soundtrack is so literal. Every character as they get introduced gets like their own song that like boom is right on, on something about them. It's it's like literally describing what's happening in the scene. Like Harley's all like sexy dancing and it plays super freak and things like that. And it keeps happening. And with every single character intro, there's a new one. So for a while there at the beginning of the movie, it was like a jukebox that skipped to the next record after every 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. It just kept going and going and going and going. And even like outside of the it being so literal, uh, their choices kind of felt like, okay, what rock songs are kids in 20-somethings going to know? Everything that was in the rock band games. Sure, <laughs> because yeah. almost every song in the soundtrack is in rock band or guitar hero. And it is also, honestly, it's the soundtrack I to I might every... like this game more if I could play rock band too. If I could play uh, like That could be entertaining. Um, it's also the soundtrack to like every crappy corner karaoke bar, right? Yeah. Like even that Eminem song. How many mm. times have I heard that at karaoke? It's It, it kind of felt like they were... I don't know. I think that they wanted to do a Guardians of the Galaxy thing. But oh, I think you're right. That th- they were like, let's get as much licensed music into this movie as we can. Yeah. I kind of feel but like half the budget was work. it was a music licensing. They must, played, they must have paid through the nose for that soundtrack. <laughs> and I would have loved to have more of a score in this film. The only time we really get orchestral score is just that big, like, 
kind of interminable sequence of fighting in the middle is actually score. Themes that came back at different points through the movie would have been amazing. It had a lot more impact than just like the like flashbang of, you know this song and you know this song. (laughs) Yeah. No, fair enough. Uh, I would, I'm going to, dis. Uh, as far as my, my cuts go, I'm actually going to disagree with Greg a little bit here. I would actually cut Enchantress. Not that I don't like her. I don't think she's great, but I think... Ooh, this and, is going to make the fixing it tough. Well, <laughs> but, here's, but here's the thing. I think either you, you, you have to, and we'll get maybe this with the fixing, is I, you have to kind of make your, your heroes kind of match your villains, your, your bad guy a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of talk a little bit off the top a little bit about, okay, you've got, uh, you've got... Harley Quinn, who's uh, like a ninja and also has like a baseball bat and a gun. Deadshot just has a lot of guns. Rick Flag has a gun. Killer Croc has a big, sharp, pointy teeth. Um, what's his Johnny Boomerang? What's his name? Johnny Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Well, that's better. That's boomerangs. And then they're going up against Enchantress, who's just like kind of big, super powered, magical being who's somehow building a machine. I don't know what's in the doing. sky. Anyway, so yeah, so I kind of, I kind of feel like, I feel like if they're we're gonna b- build something here, you have to say, okay, if these are our characters, let's make sure they're matched up against some something that's kind of in their league. Because again, like yeah. I mentioned, like thank goodness Diablo is there and still want to yeah. hurt people again. Because if he wasn't there, yeah. I'm sorry, Harley Quinn. <laughs> I don't care if you've got Katana's magic well, that, sword. That's another thing that I but, should have mentioned. I wanted to cut was uh, Enchantress's brother. Oh yeah, it seemed a little yeah, it's a little extraneous, and it's, it's poorly set up, and like and like oh yeah, and and here's her brother, and you're like okay, I guess she's got a brother. Yeah, and it was just it, as scary, if not or not scary. But, but he only exists as like her battery until she gets her heart back, like she's taking yeah. his power, mm-hmm. and right. then as kind of her bodyguard. Like he's not a character; he's an attack dog. Slash battery. I don't know. Yeah. It's there was nothing to and him. it came out of nowhere too. Just like this poor man on a subway got turned into that guy, and oh, you're yeah. like, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. it was it was set up in a couple of places, uh-huh. but really badly set up. At one point, when uh, Viola Davis's character is talking about Enchantress, she hands a book full of like pages yeah. and photos yeah. over, and one of those pages actually is just all about the brother. Uh-huh. And then when she is in that character's apartment later, she finds the statue on the shelf. And that's the matching statue that's her brother's soul or however that works. Yeah. But set up badly because they don't don't, explain what any of it is. They don't tell you what any of it means uh, or if we we should be scared of it or or what. It almost feels like maybe when she handed that thing over, she said something about Enchantress's brother, but in editing, that bit of dialogue got cut out and it just got... Oh, yeah, and then they were like, uh, Seven Nation Army. Anyway, uh, well, how about also, this? Also, uh, oh. I really, <laughs> I wrote in my notes, I was like, I want to cut the editor. <laughs> he fucking sucks so hard. Which one, though? I guess, I don't know. That's a, that's a whole oh. other thing, is like, this this movie has reportedly gone through um, yeah, like how many at least a couple have? editors. At least two, maybe yeah. three. It was yeah. s- sort of rumored that there that uh, Warner Brothers brought in um, the trailer uh, the the company that cut the trailer for Suicide Squad was rumored to have come in and done a pass that's, on the movie. That's what they were saying. Although, although David Ayer, I think, disputes that. Yeah, I'm not sure what the story is, but the final cut is definitely not all... Like, it's... 
they brought somebody else in for sure. Um, but the, I guess the reason people think that is because the trailer presented and tested so well, yeah. and the movie didn't. Yeah. Yeah. More of a script problem than anything, but boy, did they do a terrible uh, job of, of putting this movie... I Actually, um, a friend of the show and a uh, frequent commenter, Deja, uh, pointed us to a, uh, uh, a YouTube channel called Folding Ideas, and he, he uh, goes through... Uh, Suicide Squad and, and points out all the bad edits. Uh, I would actually, uh, for our listeners, go search Folding Ideas on uh, on YouTube and, and check that video out because it's really quite illuminating. Uh, just from uh, if you're really interested in movie making, editing, it's a, it's a really interesting watch. But you know the 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 film itself, it, things are sort of like seem almost seem like they're cut out of order. In, in places, uh, and even, uh, even even on sort of like a basic level of just like pacing uh, and on an even smaller scale where there feels like there's jump cuts and stuff like that, yep. you know, which is which is just, that, that's just an error. <laughs> just like, just, just like the basics of editing. So, you know, it's frustrating. It's just, just a frustrating watch because I can't, you know, I'm... Uh, the the organization of uh of uh you know we're going from plot to music video to in you know introductions of characters and stuff like that it's just an absolute mess and even from within, beginning to end within a scene when you'll have a moment it's it's hard to focus when you have a moment where this character is in this shot but then the camera angle changes and that character is not there mm-hmm. then the camera camera angle changes again and they're actually on the other side of the room from where they were yep. before like That's you can tell it was all shot at different times and mushed together and they were yeah. like maybe the audience Audience won't notice. Yeah. Such basic shit. You <laughs> learn that when you're making comics, let yeah. alone movies. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. What are you doing? You wanna move along? I think I here's what I think we do. I, th- I think we need to we need to we need to take a break. We need to walk around the block a little bit. <laughs> we need to to uh, not we need to not play any rock band. Just to kinda not throw any boomerangs. But we'll take a break and we'll come back and after we will make this a better movie. We'll do a fourth edit of this movie. <laughs> yeah. And we will get it right. So we'll be right back. Back to I have some notes. We have Greg Beaver, we have Aaron Beaver, Ari Wright, Colin McIntyre around the table. Uh, we've discussed what uh, we'd like to keep and what we'd like to cut from Suicide Squad. Now, <sighs> limber up, do some stretching, <laughs> do some uh, some dynamic stretching. We're gonna try to fix this hunk of garbage. <laughs> so I don't know who wants to take a stab at it. So here's what I have in my notes uh, for like you know trying to make this a bad uh, good movie. Uh, I don't have any notes, so I'm relying entirely <laughs> on you guys. So I have, I have, I've got a fresh sheet of paper. Oh, yeah. See, see you, didn't, paper. you didn't come up with any changes, but you shat all over, all over the one change that I wanted to make. <laughs> That's true. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so yeah. Well, yeah. So so I said, you know, cut Enchantress. You say keep Enchantress. Yeah. I'm okay with either, either or. I'm not very good at either. But, yeah. So what, how do we make this a better move? Who wants to go first? Just throw them out there. 
Well, I th- like I said, well, we sort of like covered a little bit of it, but I think the, the, the central thrust of the movie should be uh, Enchantress and Flag, and I think we should open the film on Enchantress, or are they, what's her name, June Moon, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, yeah. She's... Is it she's, June Moon? Right? June Moon, June Moon, June Moon. <laughs> Good. I kind of like that name because it harkens back to that classic comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Peter that's Par- true. Peter Parker, Clark Kent, yeah. Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the classic comic book character, <laughs> Willy Wonka. <laughs> Wasn't he the spirit? Anyway, go move on. Moving on. Um, I'd like the film to sort of open on uh, uh, June Moon vacationing uh, and have Rick Flag actually with her. So, like, they're actually a couple right off the bat. Okay. Right? So she finds this idol by mistake or whatever and then becomes possessed by it. And then Rick Flag seeks out uh, Amanda Waller because he needs help. He want, he needs, He's trying to find help for June Moon, and he knows that Amanda Waller has experience dealing with metahumans. And oh, that's yes. her introduction Meta-humans. to the whole world of metahumans. Because you can't say mutants, because uh, well, no, Fox no. owns <laughs> oh, the gosh, mutants. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, and then, of course, Waller is only interested in her power and what it means. Uh, and then, you know, she basically, uh, you know, in her greed for power, releases Enchantress un- uh, by mistake onto the world, right? And then at that point, that's when she starts seeking out the Suicide Squad for help. I guess that's better. <laughs> All right, Greg, you win this round. Also, can we add the, like, heartless version of the Enchantress not looking like the girl from The Ring? Yeah. That was weird. Why did she look like Samaria? Like, the stringy hair and all that, and then as soon as she has her heart, she's, like, all regal and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't... I I don't know. I didn't mind her, like, creepy look. Actually, one of the best effects in the movie, uh, and I thought it was really cool, is when her first reveal, when she uh, calls the Enchantress, and she's got her hand... It's just the shot of her hand, and then Enchantress's hand comes up, from out that was from underneath beautiful. it and then comes over top of it. I was like, that was cool. That had me hopeful for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you have to look for the, for the bright spots. <laughs> they brought me up just to like, <laughs> shove me back down yeah. again. Yeah. So so, so, for, so we're going to keep Enchantress as kind of like, she's, she's going to be the main, she's the, the bad guy that bad bad guy that's supposed to be defeated yeah their whole uh, arc makes a lot of you know it's a very that's a very basic movie plot you know okay. like she's he's you know you know maybe maybe rick flag sort of like brought her to this island and, and you know maybe she was scared of it or whatever and she didn't want to go he, they're spelunking and you know maybe it's sort of like a redemption story a little bit for rick flag because he feels like he's got to save this girl who he kind of not the, I don't know, we, another, uh, you know, what a, a uh, what do you call her, uh, damsel in distress, I don't want to kind of make it like that, but, you know, it's an was easy, she, an easy how, fix. Was she a spelunker, or was she an archaeologist? I don't know. Cat? Whatever it is. If she's an archaeologist, that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. She has a purpose, she has a job, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so all right, so so we're doing that. We're getting we're Joker's still not there. Um, <laughs> are we? So we if we're doing this, so do we do we change the makeup of the Suicide Squad? So because I because I kind of feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna make that the it's kind of like the Enchantress and Colonel 
flag, whatever his name is, Sergeant Flag. Captain Flag. Captain Flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever his whatever Mr. his flag. whatever his rank was. Mr. Flag. <laughs> Mr. Flag. <laughs> and he's and he's and he's like and he's you know army guy. Does it not make sense then to surround him with maybe more characters like Diablo that are kind of that do have they are meta humans and not just like I'm okay with Harley being here, but you know do we have do we need Deadshot? Do we like I don't know what do you guys what do you guys think? Well, I think actually, if you're gonna if you're gonna start cutting um, villains out for their usefulness, then probably Harley Harley Quinn drops out of this movie pretty easily. True, but she is Suicide Squad, so that's the thing. It's true, but she but this is, is what I know from comic books. She well, is although... also liability incarnate. Like this is all she is. Is like yeah. she's she's a completely unstable person. You would never think that like you know we have we have a major <clears throat> crisis. Let's get. The crazy unstable woman that ha- that swings a bat around. Like that, I don't. What if we gave her a giant sledgehammer? Okay, <coughs> which is which is if more after her character. I mean, if she had um, powers of some kind, I mean, like is like what's what? Well, she what has is, sudden magical acrobatic powers. Yeah. Unless right. like she was a psychiatrist and an acrobat in her spare time <laughs> yeah. before all that. <laughs> Because I, I would like to give Harley Quinn her own movie. Because I think like, I think the story of like a, a psychiatrist being seduced by, you know, her her patient is kind of an interesting one from a superhero perspective, and it would be something that we haven't really seen before in the in film. It is, although I'm also really interested in kind of Harley's not redemption arc, but in um, her freeing herself from the Joker, which is, like, a later thing. Yeah. They've talked about the next movie being Gotham City Sirens, and that's a very heavily, like, Harley breaking away from the Joker story. Okay. Which I think sounds lovely. It does. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that Harley was the choice for this movie because there is no one more marketable than Harley Quinn for DC Comics right now, especially with... Uh, with girls in their teens and 20s yeah. that are, have spending money, um, which is why this kind of felt like Hot Topic, the movie, to me. Because so many things in it were like, oh, that's an opportunity for merchandise, and sure. that's an opportunity for merchandise. And they sold a heck of a lot of matching Harley and Joker love rings and heart necklaces. Sure. Oh, and <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, so let's hold them up as a love the story. The monster t-shirt. Yeah. Like, that's what they sold. Like. Exactly. Uh, the most popular, like, across North America, the most popular Halloween costume this year was Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, I love that people loved her so much, but it also proved to DC that, yes, they made the right choice by picking the marketable character. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I know from a marketing perspective that we you couldn't really drop Harley Quinn, and and it is a superhero movie, and you know it doesn't like do their powers even matter? You know, like often they they pit people who aren't that powerful versus very powerful people all the time. Marvel's done it obviously mm-hmm. with uh, um, Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow, so it's it's not an unheard of. It's just from a logic perspective, it just doesn't necessarily make the most sense to me. And there could have been a more interesting makeup for the team, for sure. Like, Captain Boomerang, why? Yeah. why? Yeah, like, well, was what, he he, just, what was he bringing, exactly? I think Comedy he was just movie, there to, sort like, of? sort of throw in some jokes, but not really. Yeah. Um... I mean, the Is his name actually Captain Boomerang? I thought I made that up. No, no I think it's Captain Boomerang. <laughs> <Captain. laughs> Isn't no. that wonderful? I'm sure that nope, all the Australian uh, fans out there love that. <laughs> that so, seems like something that, like, if you're talking about someone who's Australian, you can't remember their name, you're like, I don't know, Captain Boomerang yeah, every year. That's right, yeah. 
I mean, um, I guess these characters were probably developed ages ago, right? So they don't have uh, oh, yeah, more like, modern, from, from, cooler, from, interesting from, names. What, from what I know of, of of the Suicide Squad from the com- from Comic World, the uh, like Harley Quinn being added, like this this was actually it was a comic in like the eighties, I think eighties. Like it's it's an old it's an action old yeah. it's an old and there story. have been something like ten different lineups for Suicide yeah. Squad and Harley's only in the most recent yeah and right. there have been even in the most recent one there have been like way more interesting members of of the Suicide Squad than Captain Boomerang like even people like Catwoman like right so much more yeah. interesting oh yeah so much more interesting <laughs> yeah. that would have been good yeah. Yeah. So yeah, maybe. So maybe it's, it's tricky, you know, for us not knowing that much about, about the the DC comic universe to say who would be a good fit. But we maybe even want to say, okay, let's maybe just trim the squad a little bit. Yeah. So very so like to say, okay, we don't need. Uh, well, you can keep six similar. in there, but like if you're, you know, one of them, just kill one of them. Instead of bringing in, obviously, bringing in, what's his face, Slipknot, yeah. right? Instead of bringing in the band Slipknot to die, <laughs> just kill Captain Boomerang or, uh, or yeah, Crockface or whatever. Kill, like, do we kill off more of them then? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Do we you, kill off Boomerang? Actually, off... you know, someone who would be um, right for killing would be someone like um, Diablo or something like that, where, you know, this is this is a person who's... Who's trying to find redemption, and then it's kind of tragic when they die, yeah, kind of yeah. thing, right? When they, you know, if they attempt to escape or they do something wrong that Amanda Waller doesn't like, and she just decides that she's going to kill or, him. Or maybe if they, if they don't, if they don't die, then they just kind of like they're villains. They just and they just just kind of scramble off, and they somehow don't get their heads blown up. Like again, maybe is it? Well, I, that, that, see the the point of that scene when uh, when uh, Slipknot dies is just to show. They what happens? It's, it's just to illustrate what happens if they if they stray off course, yeah. right? So, it, it, like that that scene's. I mean, for the idea of the movie to have like brain bombs, I mean, it's, it's yeah. sort of essential to give you an idea of what what's at stake, right? Yeah. That and then it, and then that also reinforces that the Suicide Squad is indeed in you know at the mercy of Amanda Waller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I go? Like, can we go? Sorry, I'm taking this back a little bit, but I wish... No, only forward! I wish wish that the entire Suicide Squad was introduced at the same time instead of randomly throughout... Oh, these guys are eating at, like, adding people, like... Oh, like, for the first 40 minutes of the movie... Like, why didn't they just introduce them in the prison? Yeah. That's nonsense. And, like, Slipknot shows up, like, 45 minutes later and then dies 30 seconds later. What's the point of that? Katana shows up. I think even after that. Yeah. Did she show up after that? But yeah, she shows up at the same time. Where yeah. it's also it's like, oh, by the way, no, you're she shows up once they're all on the helicopter ready to go, and yeah. then she like hops up. Yeah. And like, why don't they? I kind of for their introductions, why don't they? I was thinking instead of like Will Smith getting three introductions and Harley Quinn getting four or whatever <laughs> it is, like just introduce them. I wanted like something like. I don't know if you guys remember the movie Three Kings, where they, they like, flash back to what... I think George Clooney at one point asked them what they were doing before the war, and they flash back to what their day jobs are, and they're all shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's really funny, because yeah. Marky Mark is, like, spilling toner all over his pants, and Ice Cube is dropping suitcases or something, and the redneck guy is just shooting 
stuffed animals on top of a car or something. <laughs> like, do something really short and quick yeah. and funny. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think this movie was supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seemed like they were attempting it. Place. These are supposed to be funny anti-heroes, like, yeah. funny villains, and they're not... There was never... Sometimes it's really dark and sad. I think there was, like, there was definitely a couple lines that came from Killer Croc that were sort of played off as jokes, and they fell, like, so flat. So flat. <laughs> I think that with the, like, dark, gritty, desaturated world that they've built for the DC movies right now, funny doesn't really play into it. Yeah. True. Yeah, I, it's it's difficult. It's a difficult tone to marry, but it's not impossible. I don't think. Or no, like, but yeah, have some of them be like, yeah, like Diablo's story is really sad. There's not really yeah. any way to make that funny. That's fine. Like some of them can have really sad, but then like Harley's a fun, wacky, unstable. But like just have her. I don't know, smoking someone with a bat or something. Like yeah, you having have like fun. having this. You could introduce them. Uh, how about they interact at the beginning of the film? They're all in the same prison. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe we have just like a sort of like a, a you know, uh, a cafeteria scene where they kind of like, because that way if the characters off, off the hop are sort of interacting and know each other, then you're already sort of establishing more of a rapport between the characters. Then it makes more sense that they, later on in the movie, that they might actually care about each other yeah. and they might actually want to be a team, yeah. which yeah. is what the, the film tries to do. You know, they're trying, they're, they're like trying to make them seem like a family. They try so hard. They even like pull that out as dialogue. Is it, is it Diablo that says like something along the lines of like, like, yeah, Yeah. something like that. He like actually refers to them as his family. And I'm like, you've known each other for like two days and you don't even like each other. What's going on? That whole thing felt very forced. Yeah. The whole bar scene when they're. Because yeah, isn't that like, what they're trying to touch on? Like, I like the, they kind of there was a point where they're trying to like trying to, they're trying to. It's kind of like okay, the movie. It's like it's almost, almost like oh, the movie's almost ending. We need to try to get the audience to care about these yeah. characters <laughs> and like, all have them kind of spill their hearts out as they're trying as they're having drinking some booze. And yeah. even if they like, had oh, like man. maybe if we'd seen some flashbacks to like two of them actually pulling some kind of heist together before they were arrested yeah. or yeah. something, because that bar scene seems like the kind of time when somebody would point at another one and be like, hey, remember that time in Mexico or whatever yeah, else, yeah, right? that's right. And yeah. they have a laugh over something ridiculous that happened. Yeah, they and... that Batman punched us in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they could do that. That would be yeah. great. That would be a great Batman com- <laughs> a cameo. Yeah. If, like, if like three of them pulled off a ice together or whatever and they all got caught by Batman mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. then you know they would have something immediately in common, right? Yeah. Well, and then like have them just be caught by Batman as opposed to that, like, one random scene. Which one of them is it that's caught by the Flash? But we only oh, see yeah. the Flash oh, for like two seconds. Yeah. Se- yeah, we see the Flash for two seconds, and it was just so that they could put uh, Ezra Miller in the costume. Yeah, like that's the only yeah. reason that, <laughs> that we was, see the that Flash. Was costume test. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I actually. I, I would. I would. Yeah. I think. I think we're. You know, we're doing the impossible here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we're actually turning this into into a, a, a better movie. So. Uh, so we're killing. So we're killing off some of these characters like Diablo and Croc, or we we're just kind of yeah, kill one or two of them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like can, a we, saving can, we, Ryan. can we kill? Can we kill Boomerang? <laughs> sure, because I'm yeah. kind of partial to Killer Croc. I have a confession to make. For some reason, <laughs> as much as I, I love, you know how much I love Tom Hardy. I thought 
I thought that was Tom Hardy. <laughs> Greg, you see Tom Hardy hey, in every movie. He was in. He had. Yeah, no, he was. He was covered in so much facial hair, hair, and he was doing a weird voice. And I was like, Tom Hardy's here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought he was. I was. I, I think I thought he was in the film from the outset. I thought. Yeah. I, 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 think I think you I, mentioned it, and then I got confused. Yeah. I was like, okay, no. Okay. I guess I kept when we were watching it. I kept saying Tom Hardy, and everyone, and like <laughs> every time I did, people seemed confused. <laughs> Can, and now you know why. Can can we not have uh, all the like? Can we maybe cut out out of the fifty five helicopter helicopter crap? helicopters? <laughs> can we can we can we at least not have as many of them? Because that got yeah. really old really quickly. Yeah. Where helicopter travel is the most dangerous, less most least likely to cause injuries or fatalities in any movie I've ever seen. Which is, everyone got... How many helicopter trash? Like, I must... Like, I'm having... Five? This is, like, movie amnesia for me again, but, like... Yeah, I'm There's not... several, at least. Okay, so there's the one with the Joker. What other ones were there? There was, the like, when the team is flying in, they get shot down. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. They hop out. And then there's... And then they get that. rescued by a helicopter, and they, that gets shot down. Or is that Joker's helicopter? I don't remember. It just seemed like there's a lot. Was there a helicopter at the end, too, or no? Probably. It just oh, like there was. a lot of helicopters. It was, oh, I don't know. This is, what happens at the end of the movie? I don't Doesn't, remember. At the end of the movie, they all go back in jail. Like it ends right. with with right. Bohemian Rhapsody playing <laughs> and shows each of them in their cell. Oh, but now now they got some stuff because yeah, Harley, Harley has her espresso, espresso machine. machine. And what did Deadshot have? He had uh, well, he, no, he got to go and spend some time with his daughter oh, right. and oh, help yeah, her that with really her homework. Disturbing scene where he's there. He's Talking about how best to murder people. Well, because she's uh, yeah, because she starts it. She's like, oh, so like if you're on this building and the person you're trying to kill is down here, and he kind of looks stunned for a second and then just launches into it as if that's something that an eight-year-old should hear. That's what your dad. I'm a good dad. But also with like with (laughs) such a good dad with the whole Deadshot thing. What happened? (laughs) What happened with uh, Flag? Flag was that his name? Yeah. Partway through the movie, he like Mr. Flag. He told that name again. Is yes, Mr. Flag. Mr. Flag. <laughs> um, <laughs> does he have the cool satin jacket with his name on the back? Um, at one point in the movie, he kind of pauses and he lets Deadshot know, "Hey, I have my own strings that I can pull, and I have my own power. And if you help us with this, I can make sure that you get everything that you're trying for, like your family and yeah. everything else. I I can take care of all of that." And then that's never touched on ever again. <laughs> and Flag gets his ending, and Deadshot's just back in jail. Yeah. Like yeah. when I saw him with his kid, I was like, "Yes, Flag fulfilled all his promises." And then they showed up to put him in chains. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it would have been nice. I think it it would have been kind of nice to see Deadshot walk away at the end. Yeah. 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 It would have been... At least one of them gets some redemption, yeah. I guess. Or, I don't know, but they were all... They are all such pieces of shit. Like, it was just <laughs> like... It's pretty... It was hard to, like, just justify... Uh, redeeming the only one that really makes sense would be Diablo because these he's actually sort of repentant, he has regret, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Since since we're making changes, can I can I make an aesthetic change and can I give like these people something that looks kind of like superhero costumes because they're all kind of wearing just 
like hot topic, but also stuff from like mm-hmm. like football coats. And yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, Deadshot had a ski mask with a Dead, scope on it. Deadshot <laughs> had like he had like he had a red <laughs> some other with like black like black body armor ish, but then he had something written on his collar. Oh yeah, like something like. <laughs> Like I'm, a I'm bad, the best at I have aiming. something em- I have something embroidered on my collar, like, <laughs> like is it some like you know you, you North side embroidery you, you, take, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I've been Wayne Gretzky. I felt I just they're, they're just it you know Harley's costume notwithstanding, who I, I've 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 never I've always been kind of puzzled how she comes from having a really great unique costume when she's introduced. Which they show. Which they show in a little blit, little yeah. bit, right? And yeah. also like when she's going through her belongings, that yeah. suit is in there. Yeah. But she chooses the booty shorts instead. Yeah, exactly. Like, but just all I felt all all of the costumes were just. And I know they're not going to be flashy. It's it's movies and it's get I get it. You're not going to have bright spandex. Fine. But I, I just felt everyone's stuff was just super, super unimaginative. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just really, like, we're going to try to make them down to earth. They're, 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 they're supposed to be superheroes or metahumans. Are you Give talking about something. all their all their costumes were brown and uh, yes. brown? They were, <laughs> yes, that's my problem. There may have been some black in there. Yeah. Yeah. Some brown and black with yeah. maybe a little dash of they red. Did, like, they did their best to make Harley Quinn's costume as close to brown as they could possibly. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what's the, what's the closest blue we can get to brown? <laughs> Jeez. No, like, if we're doing this, we're... Spend... Give, give your costumes to some art people or something. Do something with them. Like, again... Well, I imagine it's the artists that are sort of... At, the behest of the director, who's mm-hmm. and um, probably the production designer is probably we should blame the most for it. Can I blame all those people? <laughs> yeah, just try. Let's try this again. Let's try to give something. I, I don't care what it looks like. Just you want to jazz it up. I, I agree. Want to jazz up. I don't. I don't like having these these army of of the worst heroes ever. Well, dead shots wearing kind of paintball gear. Uh, Harley Quinn's not wearing much of anything, kind of, sort of, and then it also is wearing just kind of just street I don't know, clothes, yeah, street right? clothes, yeah, exactly, street clothes. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, when they're when they your heroes are indistinguishable from the bad guy, uh, bad guys from a palette perspective, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it gets really yeah. difficult. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's a very muddy movie in places. That's yeah. just yeah. So frustrating. But this is this is sort of like the aesthetic that. DC has chosen in, mm-hmm. in almost all of their films now. I think it's like this is like it's now become a treatment. For well, them, yeah, right? and well, and I guess the in the like in that, and I get that, but I mean, at least if you if you look at like the previous outing, like at least okay, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, they all had costumes. Like you mm-hmm. can like yeah, the colors move down, but like Wonder Woman does have a discernible outfit that and it's great. Kind of, like her costume awesome. design is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Bat- um, Batman's looks like it looks like Batman. Batman's not wearing except for that stupid trench coat. Again, that's for another episode <laughs> called Colin Hates Batman's Trench Coat. A four hour special. <laughs> They'll just be random. I hate the pockets. I hate the back. I hate the fucking flaps around his collar. The handkerchief man. <laughs> A handkerchief. Is there a handkerchief? He's wearing like a hanky around his neck. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to get shit in my nose. Anyway. But yeah, like... But, I mean, like, listen to the latest like, arcade fire. Like, I, I, I understand the palette and the muted colors, but it, yeah, at least at least the, the, they, they, you know, they made Batman look like Batman. Wonder Woman looks like a movie Wonder Woman. Superman. Superman looks like a movie Superman minus his blue-gray costume. 
But then, yeah, but then the, but they get to Suicide Squad, and they're all just kind of like, eh, bring your own clothes. Which basically. is like, and the marketing for it was all neons and like, yeah, it was really and bright. the intro street art. Yeah, they like, set that right from tone right from the start. Like at the intro, when they're like zooming in on the prison, it like flips into that neon yeah. green yeah, and purple. It's like Joel Schumacher bright, and then yeah. like, and then it's like, here's your jeans. As they the little like title cards for each character too are like super bright colors and fun fonts and like and then nothing. I like, I love that this movie was so muted that you recalled uh, Joel Schumacher <laughs> nostalgically. <laughs> At least he had a, like a consistent theme. There were several moments oh watching this movie that I actually felt it could have been improved by Joel Schumacher. I would agree because with that. at least that was approached with kind of a sense of fun. Yeah, yeah. and this wasn't. There was no whims. Like yeah. those movies might not have been great, but there was a sense of whimsy to them, I, and there wasn't in this. As I understand it, like weren't the weren't the reshoots largely meant to add more humor into the movie. I mean, clearly... If they were, then, <laughs> yeah. <Wow>. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't have to see I might the movie be, before I, they added the to humor be fair, to it. I might be pulling that straight out of my ass. I thought I heard that. I thought I heard that. I, I didn't read that. There's recently, also the rumor so. floating around that if you watch the extended version, which I'll never do as long as I live, this stuff <laughs> is, is actually... Makes the movie better, but they said they, they said they said the same thing about. Batman okay, and but I saw the extended version. Oh, did you really? Because okay. I didn't get a chance to see this in the theaters. Okay, so I've only. Oh, this is probably why you you know the, a little bit more about the film than we do. I, Maybe I how many more I've, minutes did they add? I'm not sure. I thought it was only like one or two scenes. Okay, they add in the like really the scene that they pulled out uh, over kind of a lot of protest um, where. Harley is like has her gun to the Joker's forehead and he takes it away from her and she okay. does this weird acrobatic shit on a motorcycle that you're like, wow, Harley, I didn't know you were in Cirque du Soleil in your spare time. Like, <laughs> she contorts in all these weird ways. So I don't think they added that much, but... I heard, so, this was, I heard there's more Joker in it, is there not? Um, well, because of, they added some of those Harley flashback scenes, there's more yeah, Joker. Yeah. More Joker is not a good thing in this movie. As much as Jared Leto wants to tell the whole world that the reason this movie sucked is because they cut so much Joker from it. No, they should have cut more Joker he's, from it. He's like, intolerable. Oh, he, he played it as if his entire thing, his entire inspiration was Jim Carrey in the mask yeah. is a pimp. <laughs> like, his, his facial expressions and the delivery of his life lines they're all like that like early 90s jim carrey kind of weird jaw position thing i I actually didn't mind how he played the joker believe it or not i didn't i just didn't like the the look of joker which i thought was kind of i didn't like the tattoos i didn't like the grill i just it all felt a little off to me it felt too he felt too much like a, a gangster and i never really sort of viewed Joker in that light. I always, no, it I always was thought of as like a, you know, more of like the anarchist and I, I'm probably pulling that from the Nolan movies, but that's how that's how he's always kinda of felt like to me. Like just this guy that yeah, just does yeah. whatever. He doesn't play by anybody's rules. Yeah, he's, he's not gonna try to fit in by any stretch. He's yeah. gonna be dressed different act different yeah and he's not gonna get tattoos and And that's kind of something that has been a theme through every Joker. Yeah. Yeah. It's just always like, 
yeah. you can go all the way back to Cesar Romero. Are, and are you like, suggesting to me that DC <laughs> got something incredibly wrong about their own character? Because <laughs> I don't believe it. No, I would uh, never Superman, suggest Superman, such Superman, a thing. Superman, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my sarcasm. The sense is going crazy here. Uh, okay, where are we at, Colin? With um, the uh, fixes. I think, so I think well, we stopped talking about fixes. No, I think I think we've done pretty good. So we've so we've just, we've established that we actually make them. The focus of this movie is actually Chantress and uh, Rick Flag or C- <laughs> Senior Flag. As <laughs> That's Senior Flag. <laughs> That's his name. Hola. Um, yeah. So so they're kind of like the the crux of the movie, and we kind of build the cast around them. Uh, we've established that um, we want to have the the Suicide Squad kind of interacting in prison before they get recruited, so they actually kind of build up some relationships, or maybe have some flashbacks, so they're pulling capers and other fun things. Yeah. Um, we've established that uh, we're gonna we're gonna make them have a little more fun, but we're also gonna murder some of them off. As well. <laughs> uh, Speaking of murdering, does anyone else think that this movie would have had more emotional impact if June Moon had died at the end when Enchantress died? Yeah, yeah, yeah it might have yeah. probably. Or if at least if like her coming back was a surprise as opposed to Enchantress died and then the camera focuses on like the husk of her body forever and ever and you know it's coming but I just feel like especially with everybody else ending up back in jail it it kind of having that low ending would have worked yeah well maybe maybe what we could do is have like because rick i guess if this movie centers around rick flag and enchantress then the suicide squad needs a reason to team up with rick flag right so i guess you know they have to because I, w- I would cut entirely out this whole thing that like amanda waller's in the middle of um Mid city or mild city or whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> what's this, what's the name of this? City? I, I don't know, something. Mid, yeah, mid city. Midtown city. Some, I don't know. <laughs> something. Minneapolis. I don't know. Keep it. <laughs> <laughs> but like the whole that whole thing is like like she needs to she needs to sort of like essentially betray the team somehow, and then that would that would turn Rick Flag against against her, and then Rick Flag basically um, says to the team, "Well, you know what? Screw her." Like. You you join me, I'll make sure you guys get go free yeah. afterwards or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, when she turns on, and then maybe if Enchantress dies in the end, he just says "fuck you guys." You guys didn't save her at all, and then he puts him back in prison. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That'd be a good twist. Like that. that would explain <laughs> why all of them, including Deadshot, are back in prison. Yeah, okay. I like it. Okay, yeah. So we'll do that. Uh, basically, which is great. Just said, uh, <laughs> and we'll all give them uh, nicer costumes as per my. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Could we also like? Okay, sorry. There's that. So Intentious has the the Ghostbusters beam into the sky or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you don't see that start. You just see as they're driving by in a helicopter. Oh yeah, and the, la- a beam the laser in the sky. Into the sky. Yeah. And nobody nobody mentions it. Nobody <laughs> so notes it. There's, there's, the Suicide Squad never knows what the, they're doing. Here's the here's the problem. It's because as the audience, we know what it is because yeah. we've seen it so many times, so many movies, and this even is they true. and even they being actors in movies. I've seen it so many times. They're just like, oh, it's another That's laser another beam into the sky. Beam we in know the what sky. that is. It's either, it's an like, either dimensional portal or something, or it's God a, knows. It was well, and it's like hilarious. a nice, like, arrow pointing straight at Enchantress. Yeah. And then you get to Enchantress, and there's that <laughs> nice... like the video game indicator. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Enchantress even has the, like, video game tutorial. Yeah, yeah that's right. So you know I can see Enchantress on my HUD. We gotta go this way. <laughs> No, I, I like it. I, I, I think I think we've we've I think 
Edit four is where we get it right. Uh, <laughs> also, I would like edit four to have a new soundtrack. Oh yeah, a new soundtrack. A yeah. movie score would be great. Like if uh, Enchantress has a theme yeah. that occurs with her that kind of builds, and yeah. there's like a scary version of it at the end, or like that would just help the flow a little. I think yeah, as I opposed agree. to You're feeling right. like this could be a jukebox thing. Yeah, I would love a score. I agree. I think that's. I think that's really really good. Hire an actual like an actual good composer. <laughs> composer? Yeah. Well, Although, we, we you know, they it. who's the composer for Man of Steel? I can't remember his why well, can't I remember his name? But I like I love the Man of Steel uh uh soundtrack. Like it's it's one of my favorite soundtracks, even though they No it's not sex on his I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know if I can find a dime. Anyway, move on. Anyway, so yeah. Well, so we. So we. We've had. We've had our fun. We've had our thoughts. Uh, we wanted to get some of uh, your comments. We uh, put this out to you guys on our uh, Facebook page. I have some notes, uh, and on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, we got uh, some comments back from from uh, wonderful people. Uh, Nathan says it's clear there was more. There was a lot more Joker that was supposed to be in the film. The original ending where he came back after the hel- helicopter crash sounds like it would have been matched where the movie was going. The weakest part of the film was the villain, like most superhero films. There were no rules for her at all. The setup was Amanda Waller was Enchantress's heart to control her. Great. The minute Amanda stabs the, the shit out of it and it doesn't end her well. What? <laughs> the third act really didn't feel like where the movie was going to me, which is, I think, pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, Andrew says, I like some of it. Actual three-dimensional characters would have been nice. Granted. <laughs> Considering the main cast are B-listers comic-wise, and an A-list, and an A-list villain would have made more sense... There are so many in DC, it's hard to understand why they went with Enchantress. Yeah. I generally like the team, but the quest was vague and cliched. Uh, And uh, Jeff says he's surprised that it only got two Razzie nominees. (laughs) (laughs) Only two. Yeah. Uh, And I actually got a comment on my Instagram basically saying, uh, an F, why did you like, because I gave the movie an F on my Instagram. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I got, uh, Gary says... Uh, there were some good parts, you know, when Batman was there, so... <laughs> so oh, yeah. I agree. And they could, maybe could they That time it? we saw the Batmobile? Yeah. <laughs> 30 seconds. Chase, or... Chasing after things, so... Um, yeah. No, I think I think we... Any, any last words, anything else you want to just kind of add to this movie, or wrap it all up? I I'm think. so glad I never have to watch this movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> amen to that. Amen to that. Uh, I'd just uh, like to say to, uh, to the DC studio, give up. <laughs> well, entirely. Here's here's the problem, Greg. All, all they've, they've made three movies. All been, I think, we probably say are not very good. They seem to be getting worse as they keep going. But they're still making money. But they're making crap tons of money. So if I'm looking at that, if I if I'm looking at the the, the, the mountain of money in my office, I'm like, ah, keep doing it. Whatever, whatever you're doing terribly is working. Yeah, I, I like swimming just in this to, pool of money. Yeah, exactly. If I could just appeal to people's movie going sensibilities, it's just like, please, like, hold them to account. Like, how many times are we gonna watch a DC movie that's terrible? Just like, stop going. This is true. It's the this only way true. DC will ever learn. That's true. But, you know, as... I mean, by... by there's, there was a rumor this, this past week that, um, that Wonder Woman may also be a mess. Uh, I heard that. Yeah. I don't want it to be... It looks really good. I don't like, want it to the, be... Again, like, the trailer was great, but so was the Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we can make any movie look awesome. Please don't so, screw up Wonder Woman. Please don't <laughs> screw up Wonder Woman. Women have had a hard enough year as it is. Well, the thing is, is like, I... When... When, uh... 
you know, when I learned that Zack Snyder was part of the writing team for Wonder Woman, I was right there, I was just like, yeah, tell you what, no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way to, this is going to be Do good. you want to come back for Wonder Woman? I'd Aven- come back Aven- for... Avengi will be probably doing Wonder Woman on this I, podcast. I, I would come back for Wonder Woman. I definitely Wonder Woman. would. Okay, perfect. Okay, well, so Ari will be back. Uh, Ari, thanks for being on the show tonight. Thank you. Uh, anything you want to plug for the listeners? Where can people find you? Uh, yeah, on Twitter, Ms. Pixie Riot, uh, and uh, all of my craft story, etc. at hellboundride.com. Perfect, perfect. Erin Beaver, where can people find you if they want to... Learn more about you or what you're doing. Uh, I'm at, on Twitter at Aaron underscore Beaver. Perfect, perfect. Uh, you can find us. Uh, we're all over the place. Uh, we're at, I have some notes on, on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, Twitter. Are we on Snapchat? I don't think we're on Snapchat. No. Yeah. I don't want to do Snapchat. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, but to we're going we're gonna to court an older audience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so if, uh, let us know what you, what you think, of the, think of the podcast. Uh, we're also, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play, please do. We would love to hear from you. Uh, our next thing is we're actually doing a, uh, next month, we're doing an Oscar special. Which uh, should be a lot of fun. This uh, will be in place of... There will be no Side Notes episode next month. Okay, uh, no next Side month. Notes it's episode. Just, uh, so we'll be doing the Oscar special. And I believe we're doing uh, Godzilla next yes. month as well. So. Yes. So yeah, so both of those we have, we should have where we're going to have uh, on the Oscar special, we'll have some fun guests lined up, uh, to, uh, some uh, some friends of the show, and also friends of the Edmonton podcast community, which we're going to be reuniting in a way. So that's all we're going to say for right now. Uh, but yeah, that's going to come. So keep keep an eye on our on the Facebook page, on the, on the Twitter and such. We'll have details on that to get your thoughts on all that other stuff. Uh, yeah, and uh, thanks for being with us here tonight. My apologies if you like Suicide Squad. No, I don't want to apologize. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was bad. You yeah. should feel bad. <laughs> yes, it's bad. Uh, yeah, I think that's it for us. And yeah, until next time. Yeah. Watch watch out this guy's for glowy things turning out into (laughs) so many fucking Ah. things.